Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from our guest speaker. I'm going to talk tonight about the unstoppable power of your destiny. Mm. Does, does anybody feel the momentum in the room? I feel like we can win. That's how I feel. I feel like we're winning. So who can give me a short definition of destiny? Yeah, just what do you think? Meant to happen. That's a, wow, that's really good. That's profound, Tommy. Just do this. Nice, very, that's a profound look. Oh, we got a, a video game. No. <laughs> so it, it says in Ephesians, it says that you were predestined in love. That means you don't just have a destination. It means that love is the one who wrote the story. Destiny, destination is a word we understand, right? It's where we're going. So destiny is a similar thing. Who knows what the opposite of destiny is? Oh, we got some brilliance up here. Chaos. How about, how about randomness? Yeah. Yeah, that's random, right? <laughs> Profound. How about purposelessness? Hmm? Yeah, there's a lot of words. So, um, destination means you have a target, right? I looked up the word destiny, and it said a, uh, a hidden power that will control what happens in the future. You were predestined in love. Shaba. Okay. Um, there's two parts to destiny. Identity and purpose. The reason that you have a destiny is for one reason. It's because of who you are. The only, thi- only reason you do what you do in life is not so you do something to prove that you're good. It's because of who you are. Who can say who they are? I'm Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. That's brilliant. And that's Elliot, the son of the living God. You know, it, um, because you have a destiny, you know, Dallas drives truck, right? Dallas, do you ever start driving your truck without knowing where you're going? <laughs> okay. All right, I take that back as a bad example. He, he has a GPS. See, here's my point. Your destiny existed before you were created. Doesn't that feel good? He says, before I formed you, I knew you. It's more than cute. That's profound. (laughs) Somebody say, I'm a child of the living God. Somebody say, I am beloved. 
Somebody say, I am perfect in his sight. Do you feel it? I feel it filling the room. It's called identity. It's who you really are. Identity is not something you can make. You can't create it. It was given to you because of where you came from. So I'm telling each one of you that before you were born, God thought of what he wanted to do with you. That you were predestined in love. The other part of destiny is purpose. Now, I'm going to say in advance here, forgive me. Being uh, destined is not like being a cat. Cats are usually lazy. They sleep all day. They eat food. They have no purpose. They have no function. And then they come up to you like I'm here, and they purr and they rub up against you. That's, that's not what it means to be a child of God. God made you with a purpose beyond being loved. Do you know that? Anybody who lives like a cat isn't going to be satisfied. You know, Jesus, he left his parents for a bit and they said, what were you doing? He said, well, I was about my father's business. You know, the one who sent you, he gave you stuff to do. That you were made to do stuff. You know, people who don't have stuff to do, they just get depressed. Life is aimless. And, you know, purpose, it doesn't have to be I have a job, you know. I work at a church or I'm a waiter. You can have a destined relationship. You can have a destined friendship. I'm going to tell a story here as a disclaimer. This might not happen for you, but it can give you encouragement. One time, I liked a girl against my will. Yeah, it can happen. And I thought it was a demon. <laughs> and I tried, and I, you know, all my prayers, and I couldn't, I couldn't make it stop. And so I didn't know what to do, so I went in to... Um, because I tried to focus on God. And I knew that if I let a girl in... I would stop focusing on God and I kind of waste the season having emotional ups and downs and not grow. And I didn't want to do that. And so I felt this thing happen and it felt like it was taking me over. So I went in and I went to a pastor and I said, this is horrible. I said, I like this girl against my will. I said, I think it's a demon and it's a really smart one. And, I, and I'm like, oh. And um, he listened to me and he said, well, Josh, he said, uh, what if it's not Satan? And then he said, what if it's God? And then he said, what if before the foundation of the earth, God wanted to give you Sarah as a gift? Sarah, smile and wave, baby. <laughs> okay, wait. And then he said, oh, it's amazing. Listen, Do you, okay. He said, what if it's not Satan? What if it's God? What if, listen, before the foundation of the earth, he wanted to give you Sarah as a gift. And he said, what if you fall in love? And he said, what if on May 15th you get down on one knee and you ask her to marry you? And what if she says yes a thousand times over with tears in her eyes? And then he said, what if this time next year you get married? Well, 
I, I realized he was prophesying, and I had this big cheesy grin, and I said, that would be awesome. <laughs> and, and, I, and I asked her out, and we fell in love. I forgot about the prophecy. And then on May 15th, I got down on my knee, and I, I said, will you marry me? And she started crying. And she said, yes, a thousand times over. And I almost closed the box. I said, who told you to say that? And then one year to the day that I walked into his office, he said, this time next year you get married. I married her. I did not want to wait a year. But what if before the foundation of the earth, God wanted to give me Sarah as a gift? And I don't tell you that so you turn to the person you're right and fall in love. I tell you that because what you don't want to get good at, listen, listen to me. Bring it back. Come on. What you don't want. Okay. okay. It's your sister. All right. This is good. Listen. This is why I tell you this. What you, what you don't want to do is get good at liking or loving somebody who isn't your wife or husband. It's like, let me practice cheating. You know, I know how to disconnect and connect to people and not really give myself and kind of use them to make me feel good. But what if God has somebody for you and it's worth waiting for? What if you, he predestined somebody for you in love? And it might not be as extravagant and exact as mine was. But you, you were predestined in love. Okay, a question. When is destiny? In the future. Not right now. Hopefully. Well, I want to tell you something. Today is destiny. Today is destiny. It really is. You know, I think there's two things I can't stand. One, and that's when people say heaven is just a place you go when you die. I can't stand that. You know, Jesus, he came on the scene, he stepped up and he said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, your kingdom come, your will be done. God wants to bring heaven to earth. And the other thing that I can't stand is that when destiny is a carrot out on the end of a stick that you can't get. Yeah, that's, what, that's how they, the pig or donkey. Okay, and that it's something that's out of your reach. Guys, today is a day of destiny. What the enemy wants to do to you is make you think that today doesn't matter and something so far out of reach that you're never going to catch it and you might as well shut down your heart and your faith because ain't nothing going to happen now. But guys, destiny is one divine appointment on top of another. Destiny is about 10,000 divine appointments all lined up every day. What's that? Destiny is home. Destiny is now. Destiny is not something you strive to get into. You, you can't do anything. 
he made it before you were born. See, I spent 26 years of my life trying to become something, trying to do something, trying to make something out of myself. I had no idea how much he loved me and that he wrote a story for me. I believe God writes a story even for this week for you guys. That this week, listen to me, tonight was predestined in love. And all the enemy can do to you is lie to you because he can't stop the truth. That's the unstoppable power of God, the unstoppable love of God. But what he can do is lie to you to pull you away from God. Destiny, at the end of the day, is this. It's reality. God made you, and God made you with purpose. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, destiny is when you rest in me. (laughs) I thought it was uh, cheeky. That's cute. That's good, God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, good one. Good one, Jesus. So, you know, is, is destiny, is it just for prophets? Is it just for presidents? Is it just for famous people? Do you think that you can be satisfied without fulfilling your destiny? Guys, what I want to do is I want to bring destiny right into now, right into the fall of 2017. You know, I believe that God has divine appointments for you guys and that he wants you to dare him, to hope in him for these things to happen. You know, when you check out from God, it's like everything shuts down and he wants you to lean in because if you combine enough divine appointments, you know what? You become a divine appointment. And I believe that part of your purpose in this generation is to be a divine appointment to your friends, to be a divine appointment in your high school. And I believe it's an inch away. And that lie that says that something's going to happen one day, hold on, I want to tear it down and want you to say that the kingdom of heaven is at hand and that today is the day of the Lord. Why would he make new mercies every morning if he didn't want you to use them? You know? Everybody has a destiny. It's not something you earn. It's something you cooperate with. I've told this before. Um, I was on my way to tell this girl this dream I had. And I'm walking over. And this is why I went to the pastor's office, because I needed help. I'm on my way over to this girl, and um, this guy hugs me, and he says, I see a movie that's really unclear, and it's going to be in HD. And he said, that movie is your life. And he said, I see on the side of the camera, 4211. And he told me all about the movie, and I started crying. I was like, oh. And I go over to tell Sarah something, and I say, Sarah, hey, wait, I had a dream. She said, oh, Josh, I had a dream last night. She said, you kept trying to point out this movie that was really unclear, but it was going to be in HD, and the movie was your life. Do you feel the the relevance of the kingdom of God right now? The God of hope, the God who wants to break through. I'm not 
any more significant than you are. You have a movie, and I want to connect you with your script. I want to connect you with your divine appointments that every day feels like, oh my gosh, this is a miracle. I'm so happy to be alive. Where the enemy doesn't shut down your hope, and God is a place you go when you die and not a place that's moving right now. Can they man or something? Amen. Thank you. Can somebody do a raise the roof or one of these or something? Thank you. Before he formed you, he knew you. Hey, do you think anybody you may have missed a divine appointment today? I'm not trying to shame you. People aren't happy unless they're, they're living in divine appointments. You weren't made to just be happy because you're alive. He came that you had life and life abundantly. Who wants a divine appointment tomorrow? And I don't mean that means that, you know, some angel comes down. Maybe that would be great. But, you know, I, I was preparing for this, and I thought of this uh, story in Acts, and Peter's in jail, and... Um, this angel comes and takes off his stuff and says, wake up. And he says, go to the temple and you tell them about this life. Do you have that life? Do you realize the hope that God has over you and how relevant and immediate it wants to break out? Man, it is one exciting life. He can't tell them about a religion. That's not going to draw anybody. But if there is something about a life where God is so present that he wants to literally bring heaven to earth through your lives, through divine appointments. Everybody has a glazed look on their face. I hope that's good. <laughs> What's that? He likes glazed looks. Okay. She likes glazed donuts. Okay. So it, it says in uh, Psalm 40, David's talking with God. He said, oh, you did so many things. You lifted me out of the miry pit. You stood me up. And he says, um, in offerings and sacrifices, you have not delighted. But he said, but behold, it is written of me in the book. Your performance or your sacrifice is not as powerful as your identity. God, you are his children today, and your story is written. And so what I want to do tonight, I wanted to give you guys a break. You ever walk into class and you thought you had to take a test, and the teacher said, no test. It's okay, don't worry about it. Or you had to do a chore and you got home and they said, don't worry, I already did it for you. It'll happen one day. I want you to know that the future is not scary. That you don't have to wonder how you're going to make it through this week, through this school year. That God wants to meet you where you are and that he wants you all to learn to say that today is a day of destiny. Today, my God is going to use me. Today, I'm going to reach up and grab the carrot and walk in it. Today is a day full of divine appointments. Now, I'm telling you, something is about to happen with you guys that is going to be amazing. And he's not sitting there like you're on an operating table coming to you. He's inviting you, inviting you to invite him into his day.
into your day and into his day. So I'll just say this, that you guys are not just teenagers. That you're not fatherless, you're not aimless, and you're not orphans. That God made you. The only reason you exist is because he dreamt you up and he dreamt up your story. And that means everything today, not just 20 years when you grow up. And I just prophesy to you that this generation in this room, that you guys will break in to a concept of destiny here and destiny now. And it's coming on you. It's this thing that's been building and it's this momentum that's coming on us. And I just say, can you see? Oh, can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> can you smell what God is doing? He's not starting something he's not going to finish. And I just, I also prophesy this, you're going to be happy. And you're going to know God is with you. Okay? Does anyone want to praise him? All right, stand up. You predestined bunch, predestined in love. All right, Ryan's going to lead us in a song, but just stick your hands up. If you want divine appointments tomorrow, if you want God to break into your day, All right, I'm going to pray. Lord, I just pray for each and every heart here. I just pray, God, that you would show that you wrote a story before they were born, God. That you would begin to lift their chins and lift their hopes and lift their hearts into the reality of heaven on earth, God. I pray you wouldn't just come once, God. I pray for an entire week of divine appointments, God. And not just one a day, but many a day that you would teach them the speed at which you move, the greatness of your love, God, and the brilliance of your light. Father, just release right now in Jesus' name divine appointments be multiplied among this house in Jesus name yeah come on wow he's so good guys come on now I don't know how many of you are like me in this way um I love listening to prophetic people speak like Josh is one of those people but I also find myself going like my brain isn't computing it but something in my heart is exploding does anybody else experience that like Even tonight, like things he's saying, you're like, something in here is going like, ah, this is going like, what the heck? Okay, right? Does that happen? Maybe it's just me, but look, guys, what I've learned, because I spend a lot of time with Josh and like, I listen to a lot of prophetic people and stuff and like, holy cow, is that that's because the spirit bypasses your intellect, Okay, that's the spirit of God going like, don't get your brain all wrapped up on that. Let your spirit just take it in. So I just tonight, because like, I don't like, it's not like, oh, now I have a practical list that Josh gave me to do. It's No, it's like, just let your spirit simmer on it. And Josh, I think that was the glazed look you were getting is all of our brains going like, what? Our hearts were like, boom, but they don't have smiles, you know, so... Is that anybody else? Put your hand up if that's you at all. Okay, good. I'm going to make sure I'm not talking to myself and no one else. All right. So right now, just close your eyes. Put your hands over your heart. And just say, Holy Spirit, seal these things in my heart. Thank you for revelation. Thank you that you are spirit. And you connect directly to my spirit. So God, I am so encouraged tonight because I know I have a destiny. 
and you're speaking to it right now. So God, today I choose to participate in it with my spirit, with my whole self. I yield it to you and I don't need to understand. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.